Sometimes I feel like somebody slipped like a little bit of THC on my Crunchwrap Supreme or some shit because I'd be finished eating like something random and all of a sudden my fingers like feel heavy like what the fuck's that about but then again it's America we're not giving out free THC have you seen the taxes on fucking drugs at dispensaries I I actually don't know if they're bad but I'm assuming they are but um yeah sometimes I just feel a little bit high but anyways um welcome back to 20 fucking something it's me your host Michaela coming at you with another hot and spicy topic episode about experiences in our 20s. I forgot my spiel for a second, but here I am. I am actually recording on my coffee table in my living room. I feel like I'm in a fever dream. But anyways, this week, um, actually, I wanted to talk about something really quick. So the month of October, I wanted to do something spooky because I love spooky shit. My life is a literal horror movie, but... Um, I was like, let's keep it on theme because I don't want to like fucking branch out to be a true crime podcast because I, bitch, I will fucking talk about true crime like the entirety of my life. But anyways, um, I was like, why don't we discuss like real life scary issues? So that's what I'm going to do every week. I'm going to drop an episode talking about real life scary issues and I'm going to have guests. Um, so real world props, adult shit. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to do that, but that's not what I'm doing today. Um, I might also drop my own type of episode because I, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm feeling the ideas flowing. But then again, next week I might be in a depressive state and be like, nah, fuck that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but today is not going to be about spooky shit. It's going to be about great shit. It's going to be about shit that might not actually be relatable to you at all. It's going to be about... I literally had to think, oh my god, <sighs> okay, um, it's gonna be about things I swear by, things I love, things that make me happy, things that release a little bit of serotonin in my life, you know, motherfucking chef's kiss, um, yeah, so keep listening if you want to, and as always, um, completely fine if you don't want to, but I'm pretty sure if you made it this far in this intro, you would want to keep listening. <laughs> episode for a while but I'm like is it relatable to other people because I talk about experiences in 20s and like it's insane how many people find it relatable like I talk about this all the time as you guys I literally fucking love you guys um but no um it doesn't fucking matter if it's relatable it's my podcast I can do whatever the fuck I want I can say whatever the fuck I want so here I am doing the damn thing so um yeah let's get into it I actually went to the dentist this morning for the first time in five years no one heard me said that. No, I'm, that's part of healing my inner child. Dentistry work. I do have a cavity. Am I embarrassed? Actually, no. I'm very proud of myself because one cavity for five years, that's that's amazing. That's great. Um, they said my teeth look amazing and great other than my overcrowding because, like I said, we're healing our inner child and it's a little bit too late sometimes when it comes to that shit. I need braces, but I'm not going to go get those. Um, because money money let help health care okay that's another thing that's one of the spooky topics i'm gonna be talking about this month but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do my hot take on that really quick but i am going to say i actually i'm not going to say anything but yeah i went to the dentist today it was 9 a.m i went to a party last night like a game night and i drank one beer because like 
I went with somebody and I knew that they were probably going to get fucked up because it was like, even though I was invited to the party, they were more the party host friend than I was. So I just drank one beer and I also knew that I had a dentist appointment. So I was like, okay, but I got like one of those tall ass beers that was like 10% and like, I was like half a beer in and I literally texted my friend, hey, do you want to move to Ohio with me next year? And he was like, possibly, but like, what the hell, Michaela? <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I might have a friend I might be moving to Ohio with. I'm literally so terrified to, like, branch out and be alone. Um, just because I, I'm not terrified of that, but I am terrified of hating somewhere I live. So I do want that little piece of familiarity to me. But yeah, um, things I love, chef's kiss, my neighbors are actually having a party right now so if you hear a child screaming in the background i swear to god that's my neighbors it's not me um they didn't invite me which makes me sad i mean it's not like we're friends or anything but like still like a knock on the door mi casa su casa no they didn't say that they didn't say that their dog did chase me this morning on the way to my dentist appointment and yeah, that was that was a little traumatizing. But yeah, things that make me happy. So, first of all, um, I'm going to talk about things that make me happy. And then I'm going to talk about things that I've said that like five times. I'm sorry, let me like, get on the fucking topic. It's like three minutes into this shit. Um, and then I'm going to talk about things that I swear by that make my life just a little bit easier. Um, which is cool because I like telling people what I like. And I like being able um, to potentially make their life easier first of all my fucking cat dude like i don't get in that water okay anyways my cat was drinking my water i love him so much like i genuinely love him so much and i mean i love all cats like i do i love all cats um and it makes me really sad because like i miss my other cat and I feel like I'm starting to forget her, and I, I don't want to do that. It makes me really sad. Um, but this is episode about shit that makes me happy. So, like, my cats make me happy whether they're with me or not. My animals make me happy whether they're with me or not. Um, yeah. So, I, I just think the idea of healing him um, made me really happy because, like, I healed him physically while he healed me mentally. Like, I just have so much to live for now. Like... I'm going to work and like not calling out or anything like actually taking care of myself because someone depends on me um if I if I die then he's probably a, <laughs> this is an episode about things that make me happy but like if I die then he's gonna die and like I don't want him to die so I guess I gotta stay alive but um yeah so cats animals in general make me so happy I do recommend that if you get an animal or if you have mental health issues please get an animal dude they are amazing my Nana's doctor actually actually recommended her to get a kitten because it might help her mental health. So we're on that path right now. Um, but yeah, she she really does like light up when she sees an animal, especially my my um, my dog, my family dog at home. She's like what eleven, and every time she sees my Nana, she like perks up and starts acting like a puppy. So it's it's great. Um, animals, yeah, animals make me so happy. I really didn't think this through, bro. I really didn't. I have no idea what I'm gonna say next. Freddie Mercury. Whew. Okay, so just the thought of Freddie Mercury, like I'm literally smiling ear to ear right now. Um, this is probably not relatable in any sense, but I'm pretty sure 
everyone has that one like model icon person out there that genuinely just makes you so happy that you relate to like not on a I worship you level but on a you've helped me through so much level and that is Freddie Mercury sorry I keep fucking hitting my glass up against a straw but that man is Freddie Mercury for me um I honestly, I'm going to sound like such a fucking bandwagoner right now, but <laughs> I didn't know Freddie Mercury was gay. I also didn't know he died the way he died. I was watching Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, of course I've heard of Queen. Of course I listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I love Queen. But, like, before then, I never really thought about who made the music. I just listened to the music. I was watching fucking Bohemian Rhapsody on the plane to Portland, Oregon. And I was watching him, like, with his fiance or whatever. And I'm like, who is this man kidding? Like, this man is gay. Why does he have a girlfriend? Why is he getting married to a woman? And then he came out as gay. And I was like, see, I knew. I knew that man was gay. But then I found out that it was a known fact. And I was like bro where have i fucking been like the fact that that bothers me i'm like legit what the fuck michaela <laughs> i didn't even know he was gonna die at the end of the movie um but <laughs> he did that also makes me sad um but yeah freddie mercury music in general just makes me really happy i've been all like for the last five years i've really been into um taylor swift freddie mercury queen obviously um taylor swift queen Phoebe Bridges is another good one. The Smiths, uh, I don't know. The, all their music kind of sounds the same, and I know I'm probably going to get hate for that. But it's, it's just like the rhythm um, of it. It's cool. And then that, on TikTok now, people are like remixing like Apple Bottom Jeans if the Smiths wrote it. And I'm like, bro, I would listen to this shit. And it's actually really funny because um, when I first got my cat and I took him to um, the vet and everything, I would listen to, you know, like my whole like five minute, like, not five minute, but like 20 minute playlist that I had like mixed with like all the things that make me happy to essentially start my day. And we would go to early morning vet appointments and he absolutely ate that shit up. Like he loves it. He will be in the worst like fussy mood ever, like crying, meowing, and I will turn on that shit. He will immediately fall asleep. So it's kind of funny. We bond over our music. You love the music that your mom loves. Um, but yeah, music really makes me happy and it's kind of it's kind of weird because they do listen to more sad songs like taylor swift's folklore album and her evermore album are definitely on the more um i wouldn't say sad side but on the more moody side and they just make me happy dude right where you left me is about like a fucking girl who got left in the middle of a restaurant by a guy who said that he loved her and then he was like actually i met someone new and she was just and the rest of her life, she was kind of stuck in that restaurant and that mentality thinking, like, I don't care where I go. You probably have a wife. You probably have a kid. But, like, I'm still stuck in this traumatizing moment. That's sad. But, like, when it starts playing, I'm like, bitch, this is my song. Turn it the fuck up. So, yeah, I'm. that might not be relatable. <laughs> that might not be relatable at all. But, yeah, that makes me happy. Um music all that jazz i literally had a whole fucking like list but i i'm i guess stage fright i love food i absolutely love food i love trying new food i love trying new food like 
in culture i i love trying new cultures to be honest um i was like literally i was mostly tickled <laughs> over the moon um finding out about all my different culture and heritage and everything because that makes me exciting um because i like being an interesting person i like having different cultural backgrounds i like learning more about other people's cultures but at the same time i don't want to be insensitive because i don't like i'm not on like that cultural level because i know sometimes when people um it's like I love when people have appreciation for other people's culture, but I don't love when they cross the line of appreciation to essentially fetishizing somebody's culture. And that's what I never want to do. But now I do feel pretty good about my culture and where I stand. And I feel pretty proud, like for the first time in a while. So um, I love that about me as well. Like I love learning more about myself, I love learning more about my culture eating all the foods from my culture, eating foods from other people's culture, just like food in general just makes me so fucking happy. Um, I did a little dance one time. Okay, so I went on a road trip with two of my friends before I was actually friends with them and that road trip kind of like sealed the deal to our friendship. And we stopped at Cracker Barrel. And I don't know why I said it like that, but we stopped there. I don't know why, because my friend didn't want McDonald's and I'm like, bitch, like, why are we stopping here? And the food came and I was like literally dancing and this old lady was like, oh my God, she's so cute, she's dancing. But I thought she was making fun of me so I just pretended like not to look at her. Um, but then I realized that she wasn't making fun of me but I still didn't want to look at her because I had already like ignored her and I, I don't know, it was weird. But I love food, fucking love it. Um, could be having the shittiest day ever and someone brings me food and it just makes me so happy. It makes me so happy, I love food. Um, just art in general, I talk about this a lot on my podcast, just like expressing yourself through art is very important and it's like one thing that has definitely helped me out through a lot of my mental health issues is like being too able to express how I feel through the art. Um, the number one thing that I love about my art is tattooing. Um, so I like the idea of being able to put like what I feel on the inside on the outside of my body and as someone who has suffered with a lot of mental health issues and self-harm and everything, tattooing was like a scapegoat for me and I really enjoyed it and now it just makes me so happy. Um, there's two things, actually there's three things that I will literally stop my tracks and like smile and probably won't, like I literally won't stop smiling and I... I like forget all my troubles like I could be eating a Philly cheesesteak but I'll, and I'll be happy but I'll still remember my troubles but these other things <laughs> Freddie Mercury okay I've talked about it um but like Freddie Mercury I love him I like I I just literally get so excited and then I forget about all the problems like I could just look at a picture of fucking Freddie Mercury you guys probably think I'm fucking weird but I can look at a picture of Freddie Mercury and just forget all the fucking issues I have in my life number two getting a tattoo like in that moment I'm feeling like it's like every little jab the needle takes like I eat that shit up I love that shit so much number three I think these are all like a tie pretty much um well I think Freddie Mercury's the last one and these other two are ties but um taking off on an airplane it's always more exciting to go to a destination than coming back home but definitely taking off on an airplane just just makes me feel some type of a way and I just can't wait to experience it again um but yeah so those are the things that make me happy a lot more obviously makes me happy I'm not like a grumpy ass person just walking around obviously I love plants I love thrifted clothes I 
I kind of hate the fact that thrifting has been like turned upside down. I love it because like less shit in the landfills, but I hate it because growing up I was poor so I had to thrift for my clothes and I always felt like I never fit in. I was like literally spending my paychecks as a high schooler buying fucking second brand and our second hand name brand clothes that were still a shit ton expensive just so I can look like the other fucking people. Um and I still don't know my sense of style at the age of 24 because, I mean, I work 40 hours a week. I wear sweats to work. Like, I don't I don't have a sense of style. So, I'm like, it makes me happy when I find good thrifted pieces of clothes because, like, I wear it. And I realize, like, huh, I can't pull this off. Like, I, I don't have to dress a certain style. One day I could be a Ganola girl. One day I could be an indie girl. One day I could be a hipster. One day I could be emo. Like... I don't care but it's also really cool when you like pick up a thrifted item and then think about the previous buyer and how they would have styled it and what their identity is like and their personality would i have gotten along with them i don't know um but it's cool i think that's a cool way to like relate to other people and it's kind of like somehow like a little connecting the dots thing um i like it i hate how um it's so overpriced now to thrift and the people that were making fun of you because you were thrifting um, are now the people who thrift. So that's cool. Fuck fast fashion. So now I'm going to get into things that I've been swearing by lately. Um, and I cannot say enough good things about all this shit. Like motherfucking chef's kiss. Like um, things that have made my life so much easier. I talked about my diet episode. I've been taking like L-glutamine every morning. Um with ice water and it's a game changer i wake up with so much more energy i go to sleep at night i have a good night's sleep and i definitely can tell the days that i don't take it because like i do have more stomach issues i i do feel more groggy um that's yeah that stuff fucking sucks so like take your glutamine your life will change drink your ginger water at night um i've been using like just regular dove bar soap to clean my face and you're fucking surprised. I've never suffered with acne, but I do have really bad, like, rosacea, psoriasis, eczema. Um, I break out a lot in hives. So, I mean, I relate to that stuff. Um, I've never had any, like, really bad acne. I have a little pimples here and there because, like, I do touch my face a lot. I do touch my ears a lot, which is one thing I fucking hate. Um, so... My fingers are fucking dirty, and I hate that. So I have started to use, like, the Dove, like original scented unscented bar soap and clean my face every fucking night and it's it's amazing and i use like the highest hydrating um spf um moisturizer for my face because i don't want to get burned like i have like melanoma like it's a very common thing but a lot of people in my family have melanoma um so i don't don't want to deal with that um so but like also i have very i have a very dry face and i think that's why i'm more prone to like eczema and acne because my face is so dry so i just make sure like i fucking douse my face and like serum and hydrating moisturizer i swear by that shit i do swear by that shit um i don't have a certain moisturizer that i really like to use because like for christmas i get like shit ton of sample size ones for my mom and I just kind of use them throughout the year um and there's nothing that's really like screened at me like hey repurchase this um so yeah um I have Jesus 
I have, I have so many stuff that like have literally made my life easier, but I can't think of any of it right now. I hate it so much. I do. Um, I'm just kind of like lost for it. So I talked about L-glutamine. Please start taking that even if you don't have stomach issues. Like the, it's insane how much it changes your gut health. Like for real, it's insane. Dove bar soap. I mean like, hey, if you have something that works for you and you're not getting like acne or like breaking out or flare-ups or anything, that, that's cool. That's fine. Um, but if you are having trouble, try it. Just try it. Um, last resort, try it. It's, it's great. I love it. Um, it smells good and it leaves your face very smooth. Sorry, I keep hearing noises in my front yard because like they're having a party and I'm just like, y'all can't be on my lawn. Um, movie wise things that I fuck with um, and stand by. Okay, <laughs> my comfort movie is The Conjuring. So a lot of you guys probably can't relate to that, but I fuck with that movie so hard. Don't ask me why. I literally can't explain why. It's just me as my personality. I just feel like that's my movie. If someone was asked... If someone asked me if you could be any movie, what would it be? I would say The Conjuring, the original. Um, the Devil Made Me Do is actually really fucking good. I love that one. But the OG Conjuring, like, nothing can beat that shit. Nothing can beat it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I... Bro, like, I feel like I need to take a break because I have no idea, like, things... Like, I can't think of stuff that... Oh, plants. Okay, so... I buy plants for aesthetic reasons, um, and also keeping something alive has definitely been a, been a, has been a benefit to my mental health. I've talked about that, but um, plants like I have so many air purifying plants, and I didn't realize how much they help me until I leave the house, and I'm like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, um, because obviously I'm allergic to fucking everything. Um, that's a lie. But I'm allergic to dust, so it's essentially like I'm allergic to everything because dust is on fucking everything. And I'm also allergic to dander, like cat dander, so not doing good. I work at a bookstore, a used bookstore that has a lot of dust. Um, I die when I'm in that bookstore. But I have a cat here at my house, and I still die, but I die a little less because I have plants that purify the air. And I cannot say enough good things about plants. Please get air purifying plants, such as parlor palms, snake plants, um... Those are probably my favorite because parlor palms I haven't had the best experience with, if I'm being completely honest. Snake plants though, they bare minimum. You water them like once, twice, once a month, once every two months, and they're fucking thriving. I have three right now. Yeah, I have three right now and they're doing great. I only ever had one die on me, but I bought one from I bought my first one from Facebook Marketplace for $10. And the girl literally put it out, and as soon as she put it out, it, like, fell over. The, the roots were, like, an inch long. She was like, oh my god, I'll refund you if you still want it, you could take it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I still want it, I'm starting my plant journey, bitch. Um, but at that point, I was like, the plant don't even have to look pretty, it don't even have to look, like, honestly, you can give me a fake plant, I wouldn't even care. Um, but I... I brought it home, I repotted it and everything, and it's still thriving, like, three years later. So that's, that's cool. Um, plants make me happy. Very low maintenance plants make me happy. Plant, they just brighten the space, too, as well. Like, interior design makes me happy, obviously, because I went to school for that shit. Um, and I, I 
I literally say I cannot stress this enough because all these things I cannot stress enough. But having a comforting and aesthetically pleasing place to yourself is helpful in life. Because I cannot tell you how many times I fucking have sat in places that aren't my home and work settings and everything and have stressed over one, the ergonomics and work environment around me because I can't concentrate there's too much shit going on I don't I don't feel comfortable and number two I've sat at work in other places school multiple times thinking about how I can better rearrange my house how I can make my house more comforting how I can make my room more comforting I suffered with this a lot more when I was in like student housing and I couldn't really change that shit um like my freshman year I literally could not make my dorm room homely for shit and I lived in like one of the high rises I lived in where did I live I lived in Reynolds so I lived in like one of the newly renovated renovated dorms and I still couldn't make it comfortable um but I yeah it's it's just very important to have a comforting place that you would come home to and that's not even like aesthetic-wise or design-wise, making sure you surround yourself with the right people. I talk about this all the time. In the past, I definitely have not surrounded myself with the right people. It's important to, like, sit down and, like, make lists. I I list everything out, bitch. I have, like, 60 million lists in my phone notes right now. And one of them may be my future children's names, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, but I literally sit down and when I end friendships or before I end friendships, I talk about pros and cons and that may sound cheesy as fuck. But one time someone said that they didn't want to be my friend anymore and I was like, please, please stay my friend. But then I sat down and I was like, why am I trying to, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. I will apologize for things I don't do because um, I hate starting new friendships with people and also because i have the tendency to believe that people are going to use the words that i say against me i've opened up i don't like opening up to people and when i open up to you and you tell me like hey i can't be your friend anymore because you're doing this to me which i wasn't doing but it's a whole another fucking podcast episode um i can't be your friend anymore because like you're putting me through this or whatever and i immediately apologize and um but I apologize because, like, I'm not, like, I can own up for being wrong. But also, I opened up to you, and that's hard for me to do. And it may seem like it was an easy thing for me to do to just open up and be like, hey, well, this shit happened, like, this is why I'm traumatized and shit like that. But it wasn't so, um, can you please not use that against me? And unfortunately, in that scenario, they did use it against me. They went back and told people things that were not true about me. And I was like, maybe they just misunderstood me, but they didn't. So, um, surround yourself with good people. Um, that's motherfucking chef kiss. Finding good people and surrounding yourself with good people. And then cutting off the fucking losers. If you're listening to this and you're a fucking loser, fuck you. Um, I'm just kidding. Like, all the 20 fucking something fans, um are not losers. I love you all. You're doing great in life. Um, yeah. Oh God. Cleaning has always been something that is great. This kind of goes along with the aesthetics and interior design and comfort of your home. Just having a clean space not only helps your mental health, but it helps your fucking health. Like if you grow up in a house, that's like me. If you grow up in a house that's not clean, It'll affect 
you for the rest of your life. That sounds very dramatic, but, like, now I think about it, and, like, even if there's, like, a fucking piece of dust on my floor, I automatically think that I'm the worst person in the world and that I never clean up or anything. Like, I hate talking about this, but I have a bug problem in my house, and I've told people multiple times, I'm like, I have no idea. I think it was the people before me, or, like, my apartment was had pretty bad bugs, too. I'm like, maybe they brought the bugs over like maybe the bugs were in my moving boxes or something so i called an exterminator and i was like hey this is what's going on i think i have an infestation they were like yeah it sounds like you do so they're like we'll come over and spray so i was talking to the guy and i was like what what am i doing like what am i doing wrong and he's like ma'am your house is clean as fuck it's like one of the cleanest houses i've seen like you definitely are not doing anything wrong it could be your neighbors it could be your past house um, it could be like in the walls from the last residence. Like it's nothing that you're doing. Your house looks great. I'm, I'm, if I'm surprised that you have an infestation. And I was like, that makes me feel so validated because growing up in a place that wasn't clean makes, it does make me feel better. So yeah. Um, let's see what else. Bro, I don't really have a lot right now because I'm, I'm actually tired. Oh, showers. Bro, ever since I, I know, it's like my Caleb, I'm writing a list and you just keep going off in tangents and I have to pause and then I pick up, whatever. Um, ever since I got a bathroom with a window, I shower with the lights off. I don't care if it's night or day. I'm normally like a day shower, like midday, like 5 p.m. type shit when I get home from work, but... I'm because of my hair my fucking hair like dude I cannot I won't even get started on my fucking hair that's one thing if I had everything I hate episode it'd probably be my hair but anyways um showering with the lights off is so nice especially when you do have that daylight coming in through the window I just light some incense play some Taylor Swift and I'm like I'm coming out of the shower as a healed and new woman um but yeah, so I, these are the things that have been helping me lately through hard times, through life, things that have honestly hit the pause button on all my mental health issues because it just, they just have things that make me feel better. I'm pretty sure everyone has that list of things that make you feel better, things that you want to run through when you're having a bad day that will make your day better. Um, none of these are probably are it. Everyone's different and that's completely fine. I just wanted to share these things with me because I love hearing what helps other people through bad days because I'm like, hmm, maybe I could try that. Um, like I started vintage shopping because I noticed one day I was having a shitty day and I came home from work and me and my sister went vintage shopping at this vintage mall, antique mall, and it was amazing. It made my day so much better. Um, there was so much stuff to look at that I couldn't even focus on how shitty my day was and I loved it. And that's one thing that I pick up now when I'm having a bad day, I'm like, even though I don't want to go out of the house, maybe I should go look at some antiques. Maybe I should go vintage shopping, even if it is just to look. Um, museums, same way, just stuff like that. So um, it's cool that you pick up on these things, and it's always nice to have suggestions on what could make your day better because, I mean, everyone needs a little to pick me up every once in a while. So whether your pick-me-ups are a good cup of coffee or going vintage shopping, um, maybe one of my pick-me-ups can help you. Next time you're having a bad day, maybe listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. 
Look at some pictures of Freddie Mercury holding cats. Um, literally anything that's on this list. Taylor's a folklore album. Getting some plants. You do you, boo. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm telling you that um, these things make me pretty happy, so you should definitely try it. Um, but like I said, this might not be relatable. It might not, but hopefully in the future it will because maybe you'll try some of this stuff. And if you do, text me and be like, Michaela, you know what? I think you might have been onto something. I think you saying that I should look at pictures of Freddie Mercury every morning when I wake up. You might have been onto something. And you know what? I might have been onto something. I might be onto something. I also might be crazy. Someone's going to listen to this and be like, um, unfollow, mute, block. <laughs> but as always, follow me on Instagram, Avocata underscore. I am doing a lot of shit recently. I am keeping fucking busy. So if you ever want to like hang out, get drinks, do shit, um, hit me up. Um, that's cool. I'm not great at checking my DMs. I'm not great at checking my text messages. I'm only great at checking my emails. So <laughs> if you really want to get to me, email me. Um, <laughs> at MichaelaRvera at gmail.com. Um, don't find my Twitter because I haven't gone on there in like three months. Ooh, <laughs> I haven't gone on my Twitter in like three months. And the other day I was like, randomly, I'm going to check on my Twitter really quick. And... I saw that my two ex-roommate, my ex-roommate had said something, or had said something about a roommate, and then my other ex-roommate was like, this is why you shouldn't be living with an ex, because I used to date my roommate, or my ex-roommate, but anyways, um, and he was like, bro, this tweet isn't even about her, which I mean, good for him for calling her out on her bullshit, because like... <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was expecting him to be like, yeah, this tweet wasn't about her, but like she's shitty anyways. And then her friend, like my other, my ex-roommate, her friend, I've never fucking met before who has a whole ass like, I hate Michaela fan club, was like, oh, well, if this tweet wasn't about her, we still hate Michaela. Hashtag name drop. And it's hilarious because I'm like, y'all are like really out there, like apparently doing so great in life and still bothered by what I do. Like, are we not going to talk about your obsession with me? Like, boo, I appreciate it, but it's kind of getting old. Like, literally, I'm going to get married, and, like, I have this bitch blocked, and she's going to be like, bro, that was the ugliest wedding dress I've ever seen. And I'm like, are you in the fucking bushes? Like, you've been keeping tabs on me. It'd be super funny if they were like, oh, my God, this bitch is talking shit about me on her podcast. Why are you listening? Why why do you care so much? But anyways, we love the fans. We love the haters. Um, but that's the end of this week's episode. I am having... I have two guests lined up. So if you want to be a guest, please hit me up. Um, just about like real world problems about things you want to talk about that are scary out there in the world that you didn't really get a lot of um, knowledge on. Or even things that are happening right now that are scary. And as an adult, air quotes you are scared of and terrified of because there's so many things like um <laughs> the other day like yesterday when I went to that party we were all like a little tipsy and we started talking about like politics and shit and I was like I just know Queen Elizabeth is cute but like fuck that bitch um anyways we're Queen Elizabeth but I hope you guys have a good night please remember to drink your water eat your meals have a happy Saturday have a happy Sunday have a happy life I'll see you guys next week Bye.